0: Welcome to the Quest Fishing Adventures podcast, season two. Welcome back everyone to another Quest Fishing Adventures podcast. I hope you're all doing well and I hope since the last time I spoke to you that you guys have put some nice fish on the bank. I really hope you do. And I hope you've caught a pike because that's what I'm really struggling with this, uh, this pike season. But anyway, that's another podcast in itself. So, um as you guys can see, I'm back on Atkins Lake, and fingers crossed uh I will be joined with Alex, and the only reason why I say that um is he's cracked his tooth um yesterday last night, um and he said he's got the dentist appointment at four and I'm just hoping that does you know that doesn't put him off, and he still comes, but obviously, I'll confirm that um, later on in the podcast um fishing Atkins Lakes has just said uhrad <laughs> going to say we had some like decent luck there the last we've all well, the last two podcasts that we fished there we know we've both put fish on the bank so um fingers crossed we can both repeat that tonight and fingers crossed i i'm going to say i i'm going to be greedy i'm going to say I, guys fingers crossed that i can put that 30 pounder that's swimming around in there on the bank that would be as you guys know that would be absolutely amazing that would be so good so that's obviously the target the target cart for tonight now um, I fished the River Tess I don't know if you've listened to that podcast yet If not, go and listen to that um, uh, Yeah, go and listen to that podcast So I fished the River Test the weekend Just gone And on the back of that um, Andrew and Alan had a load of um, lobworms And a few maggots left over So I'm actually going to take them tonight So this is what I'm going to do And I'm a bit dubious about it or Whether it's a good or not a good idea um, As I might get plagued With like bream or tench Potentially or i'm well what am i gonna do let me just let me just tell i'm gonna do i'm gonna fish my left hand the margin rod with a lobworm on i'm gonna hair rig the lobworm on i've been thinking about it for you know for the last 24 hours how how am i gonna attach this hook do i fish the lobworm like i would fish it when i'm float fishing for carp which literally is like i use i just use the hook put it through like that ring on that like ring like that tough ring bit you get on it and then just put out like a A a, a stop on it a a worm stock stop Um, but I've decided I'm not I'm actually gonna hair rig it on Um, I'm just I think I've got a better chance of the worm potentially staying on longer Um, I'm just worried it might come off I I don't know I, I don't know I don't know if it's a good idea or a bad idea now I'm saying it I'm thinking to myself maybe I should just hook it on straight directly to the hook I don't know I don't know so it looks like I'm still undecided by that obviously as you can tell so um I'll decide that by the time I get there because I'm gonna have to so I'm gonna fish that in the margins, in the margins um, and over that I'm gonna I'm gonna out some uh, maggot they probably won't be too good now let's face it and um, they, they'll be a bit horrible so I'm gonna put them on top that's definitely a carp attractant and I'm gonna I'm gonna put some uh, Atlantic heat crush boilies on top of that as well I just want to catch a carp on on the lobworm. Um, and you never know, it might be really good. But I might get plagued, as I say, by like, tench or bream or something. But, you know, if we don't try, you don't know. So I'm going to do that. Then the um, my right-hand side rod, uh, I'm going to put exactly the same as last time. I'm going to put it out into the middle. Now, there's one thing I want to add to this now, actually. I don't know if you guys have picked up a t- uh, at tool lately. I've, on my last few podcasts, I've been carp fishing. Um, I've not, not, not used my bushwhacker. And there's no reason behind that. I just... I just haven't, um, so I actually am going to f- switch back to that this week, I'm going to use the bushwhacker, certainly for the margins as well, um, on the left, I-, I will go back to the right Rod, sorry i have jumping around a little bit here guys, um, last week, I'm, I'm, going to, I'm likely going to go in the same stream again, um let me just go back a little bit further i don't know if you guys recall um on this lake i'm going on there's only three swims that are allowed to like night fish on technically now night fishing is classed from classed from the, when the light goes down so we're like we are restricted to these three swims um and we both want to go in the same swims um, as we fished last week um as you guys know, I will say this as well, is that I don't rate that. You know, you should never go to a lake going, uh, you know, with a swim in your head, what you're gonna fish in. But unfortunately, we're tied down to three swims as it is, and they're all next to each other. And these are these are just like the better looking ones. So I'm gonna go back in the same swim. And last week when I was casting my rod to the margins, there was there was a bush sticking out. It was a tricky, it's really tricky cast in the dark. And I, I left the venue thinking, why didn't I why didn't I use the bushbacker? It would have been so much easier, more precise. So I'm gonna do that. And then I want to use the bushwhacker for the one in the middle. The lake's not massive at all in the slightest. I like can easily bushwhacker right? It must be about, I'll let you know the sections later, probably only about eight or 10 sections, maybe 10, maybe less, maybe eight, maybe about eight sections out. So at least that way I can guarantee some bait over the top of it, because before last week, I was just catapulting the boilie out. Um, and in the dark, it's hard to see if you're getting it on point every time. I must admit, I did struggle with that. <laughs> Even though a good spread of bait around the area, you know, is not a bad thing as well. Obviously, we caught a fish anyway. So, but I want to use the bushwhack this week and let's see if that makes a difference at all as well. If, if we are more precise, so that's the plan there, guys. So, yeah, I'm actually really excited about this one. Um, I really want to put a carp on the bank. Uh, I'm still sulking from 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 the river test, from not catching a pike. I know this. I know I'm fishing for carp today. But I'm still sulking about that. Um, yeah, but that is yeah, as I said before, that's another story. So. Anyway guys, I shall leave this section here and I shall see you guys bankside and update you guys with 100% obviously what I've done with the rods out there. Well the rods are out, Um, no one's here as suspected which is absolutely awesome. So I'm such an idiot, I got home from work and I was really rushing and everything and I totally forgot to pick up the um, worms and maggots, I'm such an idiot, I'm so annoyed with myself. Uh, so I had to completely change the plan obviously so the left hand rod in the margins down there which is where I was going to put the lobworm, worm I've now gone with a white uh, pop-up um, flora Atlantic heat and I fished over like Atlantic heat and crushed Atlantic heat and I bait spooned that out uh, like I said I was going to do um, so that's out now and the second rod there I've bait spooned that out halfway where I was catching the cup last time but on that I've put um, bait works heaven it's a white it's a white bait as well so um it's they smell, smell so nice it smells like a really nice sweet like you really want to eat it so that's out in the middle as i say and they've been out now for about an hour um and i've had no bleeps yet it's you're hearing some fish like splash around in the lake definitely but not, not not like last week last week we was getting like beeps and stuff and obviously runs and but a bit different um same with alex he's he's you know he's not had anything yet himself um so I guess, you know, I'll keep trying. Hopefully it feels really warm. It feels proper, proper carpy, car- like carpy warm weather. I It really feels like we should get a bite. Um, so I'm probably going to give it another like 20 minutes and I'm going to recast them and just to double check them all again, um, reposition them again. And just, I think that might, might help maybe. But yeah, that's the plan guys. I thought I'd better update you now before, um, before I forget for some stupid reason. Well, I just finished that section and Alex's rod just ripped off. Um, he's had a mirror. Um, we're not too sure if it was the mirror he had last week, one of the mirrors he had last week. Um, we recognise a scowl that uh, that come off of it. It looks very similar. I just had a quick flip back to, on the photos to see if he took a photo of it, and he didn't take a photo. So <laughs> we think it was. So that, that fish obviously likes that swim and that bait that alex on he's on that dna one so um yeah fair play to him so it's not a blank for the team which is good so uh fingers crossed there's more to come so i've recast both rods um unfortunately the margin rod was uh properly snagged up um like snagged and i, I snapped as i tried to pull it through it was um crayfish must have like pulled it into something or like well and truly into a hole so unfortunately I lost a the rig there. Um, so definitely guide about that. So I've re-put that back out with a with a um, Atlantic heat hard hooker this time uh, to see if that can produce anything for me. Um, the other rod was that was completely fine. Pulled that in, put it back out. I actually changed that over to Hell. So bait works do a heaven and hell. And as I said before, I had a heaven out. So I've just switched over for a hell, which is a white boilie as well, um, to see if that can do anything. I just thought tonight I well, only wanted to like, try and switch things up a bit and try different different things to see what happens, so fingers crossed. Right, my left rod's just gone ripping off and I've hit straight into it and nothing on the end bar, just a fish is a, well a carp scale on the hook. It was only a little scale, so I don't know if it's if it's like it was feeding on the bottom and somehow it's managed to hook itself or, or, or it's hooked itself and spat it out. I don't know, but yeah, so I guide, definitely guided. So I've literally just put that back out again. Um, yeah, when the, well, they're moving around, they're feeding. It's just a case of hooking the bastards. <laughs> so we'll keep it up though. Well, that's the end of the session. We're both packed up, driving home. Hands free, guys. We'll say that hands free. Um, yeah, I blanked. Um, nibble it, didn't get any more. It was. I'll be honest with you. We were both like really like bit bamboozled about it. Um, the weather is so much warmer than it was last like uh, Tuesday uh, when we went fishing down on the same lake, um, and it was just it's bizarre. Um, Alex obviously had one. I had that 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 run, but as I said like earlier, I don't know if that was a you know I don't know if it was like feeding on the bottom and it managed to like half hook itself, which is why there was a scale on it on the side. I don't know if it, it picked up the bait, um, spat it out. Um, it was quite a small scale as well, so I'm wondering if my boily was too big for it. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's one of them questions when you walk away from a fishing trip that you think about, and you think you know it could be a million and one answers, you know, as to why you didn't catch it. Um, my rig was my rig was my, my sorry my hook was sharp. My rig was good. You know, there was nothing wrong with that. So I don't know, so I blanked, uh, bit, definitely a bit gutted, um, but it was a weird one, as I said, it was really weird. Really weird. Um, I'm saying that there was no big, there was no big carp splashing out there, there, just, there was lots of little like bits of movement out there from fish, not just carp. So I, I don't know, I don't know, I guess it's that's fishing for you and it's just one of them things guys, it's one of those things. So um, you live and learn, you move on to the next trip. Um, yeah 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 sorry guys just a bit of a weird guide never mind anyway i'm going to finish the podcast there and i shall see you in my next podcast and my next one i am uh lure fishing on Coldacott this saturday for a few hours so i'm really excited about that one fingers crossed guys i can break this pike blank that i'm going through at the moment surely it's only a matter of time anyway guys take care of yourself and if you go fishing tight lines If you're not done already guys you could do me a massive favor and hit me up on instagram just search quest fishing adventures on there i'm uploading some photos and some short videos you can also ask me questions or give me some advice too that would be absolutely mega anyway take care of yourself guys and tight lines and see you on my next podcast